We're going to speak about tonight. We spoke about the dilemma of Chazar Sashat last time. Um, so let's talk a little bit about who one should appoint as a Shleach Tibur. In other words, uh, there are certain requirements that we're going to see that ideally a Shleach Tibur should have. Uh, there are certain things which problems which disqualify a person from being a Shleach Tibur, and there are certain preferences. Uh, what gives a person a certain adifus, a certain privilege, so to speak, or priority in being, in being a shliach tibur. So there's a whole similar shliach about this. Let's look at what he says. What's going to be interesting is that we're not talking about the person who gets up randomly to lead a minchur or a shachris on a once-off basis. We're talking about somebody who's given, a, so to speak, a steady job, a steady position at the Amud, and then he has to follow these requirements. For a person on a once-off basis to be a shliach tibur, most we'll see some of these things do apply, most don't. Uh, you have to make the distinction between those things which are the prerequisites for a person who's a steady shliach tibur, as opposed to those things which are necessary for even for a person who, on a once-off basis, wants to be the shliach tibur. We'll see by Hashem. And and the, the third the third possibility, which we'll talk about a bit as well is a chazan for the Yom We're going to see that there's uh, extra requirements that a person needs in order to qualify as a chazan for the Yom uh, The reason for that would be that, uh, as the chazan himself says, and when he gets up to Davin and Shon Yom Kippur, he's acting as a defender of the Jewish people. So whereas normally the Shliach Tzibur is just leading us in Tefillah, but uh, when it comes to Shon Yom Kippur, and our Tefillah is our, our, so to speak, our defense, when we're standing in judgment, so then uh, the counsel for the defense is very the Shliach Tzibur who's representing the Tzibur in his Twitter. And if that's the case, there are going to be more requirements of somebody who's worthy of taking such an uh, important role. And therefore, when we're talking about the Harakas of Shliach Tzibur, we're going to divide it into, like I said, three separate categories. Number one, we'll start from the, the lowest to the highest. Number one, in what circumstances is the person allowed to lead the tefillah, even on a once-off basis, or what would disqualify them from that? Number two, if a person wants to be chosen as a steady chazan, a steady chazan doesn't necessarily mean every single tefillah. But if he's a chazan for Musaf every Shabbos, that's already a kavodika job. He has a certain position that this is always his. So what a person needs to do, or what conditions are, in order to be allowed to be a chazan bekvius, a steady chazan, and number three, what the requirements are for a person to be a chazan on the Yemenera. So let's start with what the Gemara says first, and that's really where the Shulchan Aruch starts with as well. And the Gemara brings the pasuk. The pasuk says, "Nasna leiba Hashem says that they imposed on me with their voice, and that's why I hated it. And the Gemara says that's talking about the Shliach Tzibur She'enei Hogun. That Gilu, he's, he's trying to impose himself on Hashem by presenting himself in davening. But he's not somebody who's deserving of doing that. And therefore, rather than accepting the Tefillah happily, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Tznesiya, I hate such a Tefillah. And uh, the responsibility of the person who doesn't deserve to be a Shatz, that therefore causes Hashem to dislike the Tefillah, uh, Gemara says that a person who either is or set, like, sets up somebody to be a chazan when they ain't a hogun, they aren't worthy of being a chazan. 
And therefore, what's considered a shliach tzibur, who is called hagun, which means somebody who is deserving of the job of being a shliach tzibur. So that's where the shulchan aruch starts. Ezel hagun. What's considered somebody worthy of being a shliach tzibur? He's talking about a shliach tzibur on a regular basis, and he says that there's there's five conditions. There's five conditions. The first one being that we, he doesn't have a bad reputation. And we don't know that he's doing any Averis. A person who either has a bad reputation of having done Averis in the past, or we know right now that Averis is doing at the moment, if that's the case, and somebody like that, obviously isn't somebody who's worthy of turning to Hashem to represent the Jewish people. We know that Tashtfila uh, gets answered in keeping with how much a person obeys Hashem asks of him. And therefore, somebody who disobeys Hashem definitely doesn't have the right to intercede with Hashem to, on behalf of the Jewish people. So this applies to somebody who has a bad reputation now of doing Averis, and Rotnarakha is, even if he has a bad reputation from his youth of having done Averis then, um, nevertheless, it's somebody that, so to speak, isn't isn't right to be a Shliach Tzibur. Well, I mean, he did Averis in his... I was talking about a person that has a shame rap. He has a bad reputation of what he did in the past, and that's something which disqualifies him um, from from being shleach tzibur. So the Mishnah Berurah brings the halacha, and he says in b'shem ve'nirabla that even if we know he did tshuva afterwards, nevertheless he still shouldn't be chosen lechatchila as a chazan. He still should be chosen lechatchila as a chazan. the fact that somebody who in the past or somebody not didn't just like do an avera which is in the category of areas everybody's nechshalim. It's something which is much worse, and therefore something which makes it look like he's somebody who's considered less than the standard of what's called normal for such a tzibur, then they shouldn't be chosen as a representative of the tzibur. And therefore it's not a shadow of if he's doing a various right now, it's somebody who isn't worthy of being chosen as a representative of the Every avera qualified for an avera that loses reputation? No, as he says, things which are much worse than everyone else is there. If we know that he was, you know, he was a battle terror in his youth, and that's not a reason to postal him as a chazan, because it's not something which is unique to him. It's something which is much worse, and therefore gives him a bad reputation. I guess that's the that's the. Let's be known to everybody. What if you have a whole tzibur? The third condition is somebody that didn't do a very in his youth either. He has a bad reputation. The third one is that he's somebody who's merutzer. And this is probably the most important one. And that is somebody that people want to be a chazan. In other words, and the Gemara says this, that if a person imposes himself by force on the tzibur, they don't want him. And nevertheless, he, he takes the omud. Uh, so then, he's even brought one shun sermon to his brachas. He's not representing the tzibur. The tzibur don't want him to be the representative. If that's the case, so then he's not a chazan. He isn't the shliach of the tzibur. So it's important that he should be wanted by the tzibur. The fourth uh, condition is he should have a nice, sweet voice. Which is probably a continuation of the fact that the Tibur wants him. And that is pleasant to listen to. The point of Marutza Da'am is he doesn't have any enemies. There's people who don't want him to be a chazan, even if he's a skilled chazan, even if he has a nice voice. But for whatever reason, the Tibur doesn't want him, they don't like him, so he can't impose himself on them. But that's why it's brought also that the chazan should be careful not to get into fights with anybody in the town, because then those people won't want him to be their chazan. And if that's the case, it's now it's a If he's it's still a chazan of the tibur, a representative of the tibur, when a part of the tibur 
uh, don't want him to be representing them. And then the announcement, it says a good voice. That's just a practical thing if people are happy to listen to him. Otherwise, if he's painful to listen to us, so then also it's going to be a reason why the Tzibur doesn't want him. And the third thing is that he's Rogalik Rebbe He often learned, he has a Kfirs to learn Torah. Why is that a necessity for a Chazan? So there's two reasons brought down. The one is because of the Pasuk and Mishle. The Pasuk and Mishle says that if a person is Mesir, Oznai, Mishmaya Torah, come to Philosophy Eva. If a person uh, refuses to listen to Hashem, and which means he doesn't learn Hashem's Torah, so Hashem will lack, in a lack manner, not listen to his tefillahs either. And therefore, if you want Hashem to be receptive to the tefillahs of the Chazan, it needs to be somebody who's, who spends time learning Torah. That's one reason which is brought. The other reason which is brought is because a person who's used to reading Psukim will be more fluent in Lashon HaKodesh. And therefore, he's not going to stumble over the words, he's not going to mispronounce them, and therefore, somebody who will be able to to enunciate the words of the Tefillah more correctly and more clearly. Whereas somebody who has no experience in Lashon HaKodesh, as you see, is people who get up to try and say Kaddish, and they stumble over every word. They don't have the fluency or the regulus, the, the, the practice in Lashon HaKodesh. And it's obviously a big difference between the two reasons. Because if that's the case, um, if the idea is that a person has to be fluent in Lashon HaKodesh, then he has to learn Tanakh, which is Lashon HaKodesh. Um, learning Gemara isn't going to give you fluency in Lashon HaKodesh. And Mashiach, the idea is that it's someone who listens to Torah. He's not, he hasn't, like, this, this aspect, turns a deaf ear to the Torah, then any kind of Torah would be good enough. Is Torah is going on the second reason. And that is that it's more Lashon of somebody who's gaining fluency in reading Sokim. Allah should have said Ragal Dilma Torah. Like I said, the two reasons given. The Rashmah says the Shulchan Aruch um, has more than a tier to the second reason. Now, included in this is, and this is a broad in the Shulchan Aruch, and that is a person who can pronounce the letters properly. And therefore, if a person has a certain speech impediment, and you can't differentiate between a shin and a sin, for example, so it's brought, it shouldn't be a chazan. He's going to mispronounce words. And similarly, it's brought down the Shulchan Aruch, and this is something which many of us have difficulty with, a person who can't pronounce the difference between an aleph and an ayin. It sounds the same, so then a lot of the words is mispronouncing. Now, it's already brought down that Fashkenazim have, generally have a difficulty uh, pronouncing the difference between an aleph and an ayin. So then the Chazim and is no better than everybody else. No one can pronounce it properly, and if that's the case, so then what do you want from him? <coughs> Whoever's going to, we all have the problem. But in a place where there, there are people who can pronounce the words more accurately, so then a person who's going to mispronounce words, it shouldn't be a shiach zibur. He's not saying the words the way they're meant to be said. And I said this as a... When the Shachnarach says it's about a person who can't pronounce the letters correctly, but also applies to the various vowel sounds. And that is the, the Lashon HaKodesh. It's not just the consonants, it's also the vowels. If a person, for whatever reason, can't pronounce the vowels the way they're meant to be pronounced, so then also there, he's not a, he's not, he's not a good candidate for Shneach Tibur because he's, going to, he's not going to say the words the way they're meant to be said. And here we spoke about this once before, we'll say it again, and that is what is the correct pronunciation of Lashna Kodesh. The most famous in Shiva, and I've invited some of you as well, we don't really know. There are different Nuskhas, whether it's the uh, Ashkenazi pronunciation, or the Yekish pronunciation, or the Swahili pronunciation, we don't have any guarantee what the correct pronunciation is. Um, uh, Moshe Feinstein, when he writes to Jehovah, he says, 
he feels that the Hasidic pronunciation wasn't uh, wasn't something which has a makar. And so if he doesn't hold that, could be, is, an, is a candidate for the real pronunciation of Hashanah Kodesh. But whatever, whichever of the options a person follows, he shouldn't change that. That should be the that should be the the havara that he's going to use. And therefore, this is an important point. If a person wants to be a chazan kavur in a tzibur where the pronunciation is different, he's going to have to learn to speak like them, because otherwise, for them, he's not a good chazan. They, let's say, it's a Sephardi tzibur, and they're used to pronouncing the letters and the and the vowels the way the Sephardim and the Tamanim do, and now he, he finds a chazan from a different uh, dialect of speaking national Kodesh, a different part of Israel, and he pronounces the words all differently for them. That's not a lechat That's not the way the words are meant to sound. And therefore, just like a person has to, if he wants to be a chazan for a certain tzibur, has to know the nusach of that tzibur. So he's, like, he's going to say the words correct for the tzibur that he's davening for. It's the same thing. He has to have the havarah, the pronunciation, Correct for the tzibur that he's davening for. Otherwise, it's, he's, again, I'm not talking that he can't be a once of chazan on the or say kaddish, but if he's going to be a chazan kavur, then he has to have the, the correct uh, nusach and the correct pronunciation of that tzibur. Now, that's those are the five conditions for a regular chazan. Um, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, so the Shulchanarach in Rosh Hashanah adds more conditions for a chazan for the Yom Nirayim. He says that he should be married, he should be over 30, and uh, according to one said they should have children as well. And what's the reason for those conditions for a chazan for Shoshana? They should be over 30, be married, have children. And the lesson of the Mishnah Brewer there is that for a chazan of Shoshana, you want an added element also, not that just he's a good chazan and people like him, and he has a clean reputation, which we said so far, but to Davin Rosh Hashanah, we know the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, that the more that a person is submissive, is humble in Rosh Hashanah, the better it is. He's coming from a place of, of contriteness, of feeling an internal poverty, so to speak, and that's more beneficial than Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, a person who is already isn't doesn't have the, so to speak, the attitude of youth that I can do everything. He's already way down in responsibility. He's already responsible for other people who he feels that he needs a Kodesh Baruch <coughs> to help him with. And he already has the bird of a family. Is a person who by nature is more humbled. A person who by nature is more needs uh, feels more the needs to entreat a Kodesh Baruch And therefore he's a better option for a Chazan. And that's why these conditions are dafka for a Chazan or Shoshana, where that's a requirement for the Chazan. Other times of the year, we don't find that a Chazan has to be necessarily somebody who's more... Uh, has more needs to, to ask Hashem to provide, and therefore these, these conditions aren't brought in the rest of the year. Now, another condition which is brought, and this is interesting, is brought, and that is even though really anyone, any child over Bar Mitzvah is allowed to be a Shleach Tzibur, he can be Moitzi the Rabbim because he's an adult like they are, but that's, that's only on a once off basis. As a Chazan Kavur, the halacha is a person should only take a chazan and it's not a skanai. There's a full beard. Now the shulchanah says later, even that's lashon of the gemara. This not a skanai doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't shave. It could be he does. This not a skanai is an age. Now there's an age of maturity that a person's at the age where he would have a full beard, and if that's the case, that's uh, uh, then it's considered somebody old enough, mature enough to lead the tibur. If as a child or a bacha, 
who isn't at that stage yet. So there's a lack of kvoda tzibur for him to be a chazan kavua. Now once again, what does kavua mean? It doesn't mean he can't daven quite often. It means he doesn't have a fixed filler where he davens. So if someone's a fixed chazan for Musa, for Mincha, for Shkavu Shabbos, whatever it's going to be, that's called kavua. And therefore we shouldn't make a chazan kavua somebody who doesn't, who isn't yet a fully mature adult. It's lack of kavua tzibur. And Mishaburah says, and it's not up to, it's not up to the tzibur to be meichel in the kavua. Because it's really the cover of the Tfilah. And that is that we have someone who's, we consider someone who's worthy of representing us to Hashem. And therefore, for us to say, no, we're happy for a child to be a representative. It's not covered it, to send a representative of somebody who's still a child. And therefore, even now, like we said, it's not an Isser, or it's not something which is a problem uh, for a child, but he can't be a chazan kavua. Now, this, unfortunately, brings us to a case which happens, unfortunately, all too often. And that is the din of an oval who wants to die. Because an oval has a din to daven the whole year, like we know. And now, an oval who doesn't fit into one of the boxes, for whatever reason, of the requirements for a chazan kavur. Either Loyalein as a child, in other words, a younger bacha who lost a parent and wants to take the omud, or somebody who has a bad reputation, or somebody who doesn't have a nice voice and the doesn't enjoy listening to them. What, what, what rights do they have? as an oval to daven um, in a case where they don't qualify as they don't qualify as a chazan because they're missing one or more of all these conditions. So the first option is if there's nobody else. In, other words, in a case where there's there's options of a better chazan, so then just generally even before we get to Avedim, altogether, when we can choose Amas Lakhathila Chazan, somebody who has all the minus, and of course, that's going to be our first choice. If we can't find our lechatchila ma'ilas, so then at least the requirements we want are is that somebody who understands the davening, someone understands the davening, and somebody that the wants. The Ramah goes two steps further. The Ramah says, if you have an Amoaret with a good voice, or, or somebody who understands the davening, he doesn't have a good voice, you give the davening to the person who understands what he's saying. Even though the tzibur won't enjoy him as much, he's not a good chazan, but the he understands what he's davening, he gets, he, it's better to have him as a chazan. Same thing he says, that if the chazan, uh, you have two options for a chazan, one is older, but he doesn't understand the davening, and the other one is younger, he's still a nar, he's still a mitzvah, but he doesn't understand the davening, the Ramah says there also, the one who understands the davening gets priority, even though we're talking about somebody much younger. And uh, same thing, he says that even though we want somebody to be a chazan, if we don't have such an option, and then the only, our only option for someone who's willing to be a shleach tzibur is somebody younger, so we can use somebody younger also. In other words, uh, according to the Ramah, if the, even though we want everything, but yeah, but our best option is somebody understands what he's davening, and then that's number one, and number two, somebody that Tibur wants. And then after that, we'll go to the other factors of what makes somebody a better chazan. Even though understanding davening wasn't one of the big... A lot of different bachim are going to daven, that's okay, because we haven't made any of them, that's kavur. And therefore, in a one-off basis, they're allowed to daven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of this, one, and that one. 
it's the good is we we picking someone as a chazan, uh, that would be the problem. Now, what's interesting is it's brought down. Um, the point is, if someone's zaman asked, what about in yeshivah In yeshivah tana, so the whole tzibur is younger boys. So is there a problem there of, of a chazan showing his mother's kanoi? So the answer is for sure not. It's not covered of a tzibur where you have older people. Uh, so for to, to choose somebody who's not yet an adult to daven. When you have a whole tzibur of bachrim, or you have a youth minion, whatever you're going to call it, so then they're all in that age. They're all in the same category. So of course one of them can be the chazan kafur. The chazan from Shlomo Zalman is, is that even though in Yeshivik Tana, it's not just the bachrim. You have the Rosh Hashivah, you have a Firamim, and you have the Meshkiach. So there are adults davening there too. But since it's a tzibur of young people, and they just happen to be mitzvah to the tzibur, so then the Mimele, the cover is the cover of the Tzibur. A Tzibur of Bachrim is a different Tzibur. And therefore, if that's the case, one of them is the Atadab. And even the Kfiyas. But, this is only, uh, we're speaking now about Kfiyas. When it comes to Shoshani and Kippur, um, so there, even on a once-off, we, aren't, we, we don't allow somebody who isn't at the age or the stage, so it's the Smaller to Daven. Um, even on a once-off basis. If we don't see actually has a full beard, so, um, the Shachmanov says, Ben Es Mishan, someone of 20, even though he doesn't have a full beard yet, he's considered someone that should be smart as God, and therefore we can choose him, um, we can choose him as a chazan. But Ramon says, if he does have a full beard, we can even choose him from 18. In other words, if either we, we see he's at the stage, or if he's not, we at least by the age of 20, we assume he's meant to be at that stage, and therefore that stage we can already, we can already call him as a chazan. Now, look what, same criteria for the Baal Any Anytime something might see the Tzibur. Right, where a person is doing something which isn't being might see the Tzibur, so then we don't have a problem if he wants to do it in the Tzibur because it's not that he can't say something for the Tzibur. It's that he can't be might see the Tzibur. So and therefore, and therefore Kabbalah Shabbos, but obviously without the Kaddish. If he's not saying Kaddish, he's saying Kabbalah Shabbos, not Marif, that wouldn't be a problem. Uh, Brachas wouldn't be a problem. It's even brought down um, the, uh, uh, that uh, they ask, but what about Marif? Because it's not Chazal Sashat. And therefore, is it, what, who, what's the, the Shat being Moitzi? But the Moskona is Marif is being Moitzi in Baruch Hu and Kaddish. So therefore, we kind of have a, a Chazan Kavur who's younger for Marif. But for anything else, which is not being Moitzi the Rabbin, that which is why. Sorry? Kadusha. And. and no, but he's it's because of a tzibur. He's been he's <laughs> he's leading the tzibur in Chazal Sashat. So it's a tzibur of the tzibur, and he's saying he's saying he's because of him they can say kedusha. In case of this comes up, some ra'alacha. And as it comes to duchening, to bigger skanim, there also shachnarach paskins that someone should learn ismael iskanoi shouldn't be nice a kapa v'kfiyas. Shouldn't be nice a kapa v'kfiyas. He's not yet Nismal Iskana, he doesn't have full beard, shouldn't do it regularly. Um, I'm talking about that he's the only coin, or, or the other coin too, and he's just joining the other coin. Um, the Mashmaz is that, he's talking about when he's the only coin, and if that's the case, so what the Mirch Sinsagrat is that we have two, let's say, Bachrim, who are both coin, and under the age of Nismal Iskana, let's just switch off. You should take a different day to uh, be to to dochen because the need one's doing a vikvias. Um, but 
if uh, there's also a coin who's who's older, who's this morning's corner, so then he's dochling and he's being a kind of and they're just being a starif, so that wouldn't be a problem. Okay, so that's the that that's the din of like we said, a coin who's missing one of the basic criteria. He, he doesn't have a clean reputation. His, his name is not meant to be a coin, and not meant to be a chazan. That's even a one-time basis. He, or he's not merutzed a call, like we said. That that Siba doesn't want him. Ranakin and Ranakin's voice. He's not somebody who's fluent in the tefillah. So there's also psulim, which lechatchila we don't want him to be shliach uh, tibur. Here, but he have it. There's nothing better than we'll take the best we have. Now we said as well about a person who, and this is something which can change. Which means even a person who who was a shliach tibur kavua, when sometimes the person gets older or they go through something with the trauma with their voice and then their voice breaks, they can't sing the way they used to, or whatever the case might be. So then they now in a category where they don't, they they have a they, they, we we don't have the so to speak the, the requirements necessary for them to be a chasm. So, so that's the case. We we'll, we don't want to downgrade it completely, but we want to take away his kvias. So as we'll give somebody else also a turn sometimes to be a chazan, he's not going to be there with Now the question is, what, what, what's the story when it comes to an oval? And like we said before, and an oval who doesn't necessarily fulfill all the conditions of being a good chazan, can he can he be a chazan with kvias? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, my question. says like this. He says, there were those places that they made a takana, that, um, that uh, the oval's not had a daven every day. We'll give it one day a week, we'll give it two days a week, whatever it would be. They made a takana, that they're not going to give the oval a kvias to daven, and they'll pass all of it. And that's the case, if, if the tzibah's made that takana, so whatever they allow the oval to daven, they'll let him daven. And uh, more than that, so then he has to, but even though he wants to daven more, but uh, more than that, if it's a takana of the tzibah, they have the right to, to limit how much they want to let him to daven. I heard from a Talmud of Lakewood, I'm not sure, I'm going to check this out, but apparently Rav Aaron made a takana in Lakewood, an oval can't daven more than twice a week. And therefore, if there's a place where there is such a takana in place, so then what the tzibah is allowing the oval to do, you can do it. He might want to daven more because it's his chus for the nifta, but he's a tzibah of the tzibah, and the tzibah has the right to decide and do it when they don't want him. Uh, the Mishabur says, however, in a place where there isn't such a takana, so then it's the uh, minag to let the oval daven, even though he doesn't have a good voice, and even though he doesn't fulfill all the box, the, the conditions we said before, because you think it's a chus for the nifta, which it is, but if for some reason his apostle is a chazan, which means he has a bad reputation, or he can't say the words properly, and if his apostle is a chazan, then we as a tzibur don't have to let him daven, for sure if he's not going to be able to daven correctly, and therefore we don't learn Davin Bichla. Now this applies Davka to Tefillah, because he's being Moitzes with Tefillah. When it comes to saying Kaddish, he's not being Moitzes with Kaddish, he's saying Kaddish, the English Mr. Mace. And therefore, even though you find lots of times people saying Kaddish, you can't really pronounce the words correctly, we don't stop him saying Kaddish. That's not something that he, that we need to be used to with his proper pronunciation. So we, we allow them to say Kaddish, even though they can't say it properly, but when it comes to, when it comes to an oval who wants to Davin from and be Moitzes with Tzibur, it has to be somebody who can, who can, who, who can, who can say the words, who can daven properly. So that's the then of, um, that's the then of what right I made him have. And uh, and uh, in which case, 
they're going to be possible. There's two more, two more dinim, maybe just to finish up. This din of uh, the priorities for Shliach Tibur, uh, we'll talk about, which are side dinim, very interesting. Shlachana brings them both down. The first one is a din of somebody who was uh, was like kind of pushed for the position, who was promoted or suggested as the chazan by a non by a non Jewish sar. Uh, and the, this is the Shlachana got this from a story which already happened. In a certain Tibur, the, the non Jewish Parrots, in the mayor, whatever you want to call it, the person in charge of the city had took a liking to a certain uh, candidate and he tried to influence the tzibur to take him as a shleich tzibur. And uh, even though the mayor, he had his supporters in the tzibur who liked him and wanted to use him as, as a shleich tzibur, um, nevertheless, the, the psakalach was, it's brought in the Mordechai, a story which happened, he says, we aren't money Shriach Tibur based on the recommendation of a non-Jewish minister or official, even though the Tibur wants him. Um, in other words, the fact, it's not just that we don't listen to a non-Jewish recommendation against the wishes of the Tibur. Even if the Tibur wants him too, we still want to appoint somebody based on the recommendation of a non-Jew. It's we don't want them to have a yad, like so to speak, uh, an influence on our Tfilis. And therefore, uh, it just disservices the candidate the fact that he has support from a non-Jewish uh, audience. What's also brought down interesting is a chazan that can do various things to postal himself, um, such as, this is brought down in the Lacha, a chazan who is also an opera star, you know, he has a trained voice. So on Shabbos he, he sings Mosef, and during the week he sings opera. What's the deal of a chazan who sings Goyish music? Is he allowed to be a chazan or not? So it's brought in the Lacha, that we first have to threaten him, and that if he's going to carry on with that, we're going to take the chazanus away from him. And if he doesn't, so you know, it's not it's not automatically so We have to warn him that we don't have to do that. But Lemaise, if he doesn't give it up after being warned, so then we have to take the chazan, We have to take away the 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 privilege of being a chazan from him. What is brought is that a chazan who's a sheikhet, and we find that he's sold trafers to Jewish people. So then also that's a reason someone is obviously not careful that we uh, don't want him to be a chazan. What's also brought down is a chazan who, who doesn't wear clothing befitting a chazan. Let's be properly dressed to daven. If he's going to come, let's say, with clothing which don't cover his whole body, or with dirty clothing, comes from work without changing his clothing. So it's brought that uh, we also we want him to change, and if he doesn't want to change, the Ramah says, if anyone is lacking for God, once again, this is for Chazan Kavur. And that is that somebody who is representing the Tibur has to be respectful of he's standing in front of Hashem behind the Tibur. And therefore, a person who, well, whatever, doesn't wear the robes, but he has to wear clean clothes and respectable clothes. And if the person, if he's not prepared as a Chazan, that's another reason why he doesn't deserve, um, he doesn't deserve to be a Chazan. Uh, the last point which is brought down is interesting, and that is the chazan gets older. Can he? Does his son have priority to take over his job? Um, so the Ramos says the first criteria is: Does the son have a good voice? You know, the tzibur isn't mechuyif to accept the son if I want to, but if the son would be a candidate, so then it's considered like any other minui 
that Allah is that if, if the sun is as good a candidate as another candidate, we give him priority. We give him priority, it's something that which works with Yerush as well, and therefore the son of the Chazan would have, uh, again, as long as, as long as there's no problem with him, but he would have the first rights to take the place of his father. I can speak about it when the 